This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Marvel Pricing. Yeah, it was $3.99 for a little while. Now it's $4.99 for some things. But do you think you've got us figured out? Oh no. It's also $5.99 sometimes. But don't don't get too comfortable. Sometimes it'll be $6.99, maybe $7.99. There's no reason. Well, there's a quote-unquote anniversary issue, maybe, or, you know, an extra-sized issue, which is like five more pages. You know, let's stop messing around. We all know we're going to go straight to nine ninety nine, and there's nothing you can do about it, because we'll do what we want, okay? So just buy the comic and shut your mouth. We're Marvel! Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 766, for comics originally coming out on September the 20th and September the 21st. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, we had a couple weeks off, and did anything good happen, or was it just the cancellation of Paper Girls and more oh, weird things with Black oh, Max comics? That, that Black really hurt. Black, black, black mask, black flag. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about Paper Girls. I was, I must have blocked that out. Yeah, so disappointing. It was so good. It was so I good. I, I really liked it. And we just <sighs> one more season at least would have been. That's nice. what I was thinking. Just give us good two and come just on. Give one more and you know supposedly they're going to try to shop it, but that never works. Or we'd have a deadly class somewhere, right? Amen. Yeah, that's depressing. And I I don't know what what did people do? Is it because people were waiting and going to binge later and then they never got around to it and then Which is a valid thing. I mean, I'm I'm it is, I'm, right. I'm waiting to binge both the the uh Lord of the Rings series and She-Hulk and I'm not even watching friggin' uh Game of Thrones uh, House prequel. of Dragon. Yeah, I'm just chilling on those cuz I I want to do what I did with Cobra Kai, which is stay up till four in the morning on a work night and just binge <laughs> all of them for some stupid reason. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, can't they wait six months to announce, you know, like, for ratings, they do, which ratings are all, Nielsen ratings are all messed up now because of mm-hmm. streaming and DVRs and stuff. But they used to do like a plus three and a plus five. So after three or five days, you know, if they had watched the D- it on their DVR, then it counted as, as a rating point. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even valid back in the DVR days when I was DVR and everything, I let stuff stack up. Oh yeah. You know, and the same, like who's watching. There's very few things that I watch whenever, when the rest of the world does, you Correct. know, you know, just watch when it works out for me mm-hmm. and I can carve the time. So I don't count like I'm not I'm not getting counted because it's not quick enough. And just think like Seinfeld never would have made it had it been done in today's day because that oh. first season was slow. Mm-hmm. And it just canceled it. There's a ton of things like that. But I, I mean, I, I guess the algorithms don't lie, you know, the. But the stuff that they do green light. I was just about to say the algorithm is definitely like because there was so much 
garbage on. Yeah, that's getting its fourth and fifth and sixth season. Yeah. And you're like, how how is that still a thing? Mm-hmm. How is that still happening? I don't know. It it boggles my mind. You know, critically acclaimed, well received. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemed like people were watching it. Not yeah. enough, I guess. I'm I haven't watched Sandman, so I didn't contribute to that. I don't know if it'll get picked up. Who knows? Yeah, so I didn't help out there yet. But yeah, I have been watching She-Hulk as it happens. Mm. Um, I've just been enjoying the memes as they happen. And the House of uh, Dragon I watched as it happens. See, Thrones is so depressing. That I know, like, I'm like, am I ready for this? Because, like, I'm going to get in it. I'm going to I'm gonna find a character I enjoy, and then they're going to be brutally raped or murdered. And just, like, <laughs> be in that head space. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. yeah. Laugh, have- issue four was crazy. So I won't, I won't spoil it, but yeah. Um, I mean, you didn't like season eight, though, of Game of Thrones, right? You were disappointed. No, I you know it obviously peaked with Battle of the Bastards and stuff like that, but I was I was I was you know golf clap we'll say that yeah I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, um, but that's just me I was I was in it and mostly my difficulty was I couldn't literally see the last season too dark too dark too dark too shot Stop too doing dark. dark things yeah. That's true. Talking to you, DC, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dear Batman, lighten yes. up. Turn the spotlight on. Come That's on. right. Well, we didn't solve any. We didn't solve anything there. No, I'm so, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we missed a couple of weeks. I went on vacation, then work reared its ugly head and snapped me. Work stinks. Work stinks. Amen. We need more patrons, so I don't have to work anymore. I may be striking, so I may be doing quite a few extra episodes while we're on strike. Oh, did Union turn down the latest offer? Yeah, we voted another one down, and we voted two strikes, so... Is that two or three? Three contracts we've kicked back. Oh, man. Has that happened before in your tenure? Nope. Oh. Well, you know what, dude? You were frontline worker through all of COVID. That's right. How many days did my, my you take full off time COVID? job? Maybe zero. zero, zero, zero for COVID. So time job to step up. selling comics here soon for, for a small <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> Collecting unemployment and selling comics from the basement. <laughs> Kyle's basement oasis. There you go. I like it. Be, I don't know if that'll work for very long. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, well, let's hope not. Let's hope they all. Kumbaya and everything works out. Amen. There you go. Yeah. You know what I want to talk about, though, is Marvel's September previews. Yeah, we haven't done much in the previews. We missed things. We skipped the last one because we thought we were going to have an early rocket ship, the one before, and then we ended up not recording that one or the next one. So I got to find out what's going on uh, for (laughs) November, or I'm sorry, September shipping November. So this will probably be the last big month because sometimes... December is a little weird, so yeah, exactly. Marvel so, yeah, it won't things. be long before uh, 
this one will be due because we're, yeah, no, no. we're two weeks yeah. behind. So yep. we might be talking about previews that are actually closed here. In the next so uh, you guys will have a great opportunity to listen to this and immediately tell us what you already ordered because the time <laughs> is nigh. Maybe next week. I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I think this week's still valid. What it looks like for Marvel is in the final or the Fantastic Four mood. And uh, of course, I can tell by this beautiful Alex Ross cover going here. Um, so let's start, but let's start where Marvel wants us to start with Avengers Assemble Alpha number one. Jason Aaron and Brian Hitch on this one. Mm. Beautiful J. Scott Campbell covers. Beautiful Salvador La Roca. Yeah, we, we've. Did we enjoy Jason Aaron's Avengers run? Was there a lot of fans of that? We enjoyed Jason Aaron. We enjoy, but did we enjoy his Avengers run? I don't remember anybody liking it. I don't think that's in the top five of the Jason Aaron's that I like. Yeah, but he's doing a lot. He's doing Forever, Assemble Alpha, and then the mainline Avengers. So you doing all out too? No, we're giving so, it to somebody else. Avengers Assemble Alpha number one is a one shot at 56 pages. And, uh, you know, kudos on you, Marvel. 56 pages. I thought you'd have an $8 book. You're only charging six. So that's better than I thought. <laughs> you giving them some restraint? Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, they've, they've zigged when I thought they would zag. <laughs> Back down to uh, Jason Aaron writing Avengers Forever. He's on the 11th issue of that and the conclusion of his Pillars run. Thank you, Mr. Mugger. You only stabbed me three times. You really could have, you really could have stabbed me ten, but you only stabbed me three times. So exactly. Thank you, thank you restraint. Mr. Such restraint. <laughs> I might live through this. Uh, Avengers sixty-two again. Jason Aaron again. Avengers mm-hmm. again, concluding his history's mightiest heroes. So he's wrapping a bunch of stuff up for uh, twenty twenty-two. It seems. In the Avengers world. So either he's got a, a big old plan to kick off 2023 or he's being replaced. That's also possible. We also have All Out Avengers, the third issue of that uh, Derek Landy, Greg Land. Um, and there is a timely variant by Patch Zercher. It's yeah. kind of dumb looking. It's not the greatest. As we slide down into Amazing Spider-Man, we see a nice big wraparound cover, it looks like, for the Dark Web. Wow. Uh, is that this like is not the Dark Web I thought we were going to yeah. talk about. Dark Web Prelude is what this is, a prelude to the Dark Web uh, uh, for Amazing Spider-Man 14. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that's that main cover, you hate that costume, I would guess. That is dumb. I believe that's, is that Chasm? who that is yeah so he's not a spider what kind of weird bug is that like stick bug to the rescue i don't know i don't know yeah that's and right now this i read spider-man amazing spider-man number nine and it was like and i probably should know this but it was coming off like a crossover with x-men or something or axe possibly so I didn't know what was going on. And then next week, next month is going to be like an AXE crossover with Spider-Man. So I'm really like at a loss after, after a really great first eight, epi- eight mm-hmm. issues. I thought this last, this last one stunk. 
So here we go with Dark Web. We haven't seen Chasm since 894 and the Free Comic Book Day issue, but that doesn't mean he hasn't been busy. Join us for this special issue featuring Spidey's most dangerous new villain, as well as the Goblin Queen, and a brand new villain that you won't believe. I bet it's an Osborne. <laughs> are they always Osborns? I think they are. <laughs> yeah. Venom 13 also doing a dark web prelude. Al Ewing, Brian Hitch. Well, you know who it could be, though? Is MJ's dating some guy. Mm-hmm. So it could be him. He could be a villain. Very possible. All right. Here's the, here's the, here's, here's the, what we've been waiting for. Gold Goblin number one, written by Christopher Cantwell with Lan Medina. Art. We have a green goblin variant. We have a gold goblin variant. We have a design variant. We have a connecting variant. We have a virgin variant. It's not easy being gold. Norman Osborn's sins may have cleansed, but his memories weren't. And he's done plenty of horrific things to remember. Norman's worked hard to avoid all things goblin and to stay on the straight and narrow. Consequences in Amazing Spider-Man push him to try superheroing. And he liked it. But when the media dub him the gold goblin, he has to start wondering, can he ever get away from this whole goblin inside? Do we think that's the the villain they were talking about? No, because gold goblin's supposed to be a good dude. Oh. Okay. So. But we got five issues to figure it out. And then we're going to go ahead and relaunch Fantastic Four again. Correct. So we had a we pretty got... well received Dan Slot run. Yes. Lots of people seem to like it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to replace him with Ryan North. Who? Ryan North. Gotcha. He's done some stuff. Um, but he's not. He's no Dan Slot. And uh, Ivan Coella. Who? Uh, Ivan Coella. You know. Isn't that and... that big concert that they have out west? I think that's Coachella. Oh, crap. <laughs> nice try. Um, <laughs> Alex Ross is doing a cover. That's great. Uh, Check. We've got some cool anniversary variants by J. Scott Campbell. And, um, three of them, in fact. We're doing a, a Frank Miller variant, an Art mm-hmm. Adams variant, Phil Noto, another Alex Ross, a Kirby. Um, an old Kirby, <laughs> Todd <Yeah>. Knox, <laughs> and uh, a blank. And homie, scroll down a couple pages and look at this Frank Miller. I love the just garbage Frank Miller covers. I remember <laughs> when we got so many of them from uh, so for Batman, and uh, we get a one with the thing. I I mean I I, I it's circled back from disgusting to I love it. Already <laughs> in one previews. Really, really you love that. I, I, <laughs> Like just looking at it, it's just like it scares I me. I, I can't look away. It scares me. Yeah. And I love uh, the Jack Kirby hidden gem. I love her mm-hmm. hairstyle, Sue Storm's hairstyle. It's yeah. so great. And uh, the thing taking a dump on the front cover. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll see what Ryan North has in store. I hope he comes right out. Who? Guns blazing. Ryan North. <laughs> I hope he comes out gun blazing along with Ivan Coachello and his band of merry men because I I wanna I wanna 
love Fantastic Four. So. Perhaps we'll get a third likable uh, Fantastic Four story because there's only two that actually exist. Wow, just two. Yep. Galactus and Origin. Other than that, nobody cares. Nobody cares? Oh, wow. Correct. Strong words. Said them before. Strong Not surprising words. <laughs> and we're back to AXE, which, of course, Drew, cover your eyes. What does AXE stand for? Uh, Avengers, X-Men, Eternals. There you go. Judgment Day. AXE, Judgment Day, Omega, number one, Karen Gillen. <laughs> Gooey, Villanova. I think I asked yep. you every, every month for three months what AXE stood for. Yeah, that's why I'm, t- I'm quizzing yeah. you. We're getting Thank better you. at life. I'm getting better, yeah. There we go. Um, after events, we make promises. Nothing will ever be the same again for the Eternals. It's a lie. It's always the same and always will be. However, in the wake of Judgment Day, they discover why is what is truly eternal. Interesting. Miracle yeah. Man by Gaiman and Buckingham, the Silver Ages number two. Neil Gaiman, Mark Buckingham. Yeah, we, yeah, we were not, we were underwhelmed by this. I think. Deadpool. Remaster, yeah, it says Deadpool's, remastering Miracle Man number twenty-four from nineteen eighty-four. Deadpool's getting relaunched with Alyssa Wong and cool. Martin Kakola. There we go. With uh. Variants by Liefeld, Nakayama, Hawthorne, Jim Chung, Daniel Francis Yu. The same band of brothers that we got for the Fantastic Four, but pretty good. We all know Wade Wilson was one of the top mercenary assassins in the Marvel Universe, even if he is simultaneously the most annoying one, but he's pushing to make the recognition official as he auditions for the elite group known as the Atelier, A-T-E-L-I-E-R. Now he has 48 hours to kill one of the world's most famous supervillains. Only problem, he's been kidnapped, and something strange is growing inside of him. Things are going to get gross, says writer Alyssa Wong, which who we know from Dr. Afra and Iron Fist, and artist Martin Coccolo from Banner of War. Take out their pent-up aggression on everyone's pizza-faced jabbermouth, misguided, hate-to-love, love-to-hate favorite Deadpool. And we also get a New Mutants 98 facsimile. Shocker. And only $3.99. So hey, that's not bad. More restraint. Yeah. Kyle, Tiger Division, a, a new one of five miniseries by Emily Kim and Kreese Lee. I'm sold. And do you know why I'm sold? Uh, because of the art germ cover? Because of the art germ cover. You thought I couldn't look away from Frank Miller. <laughs> Boy, do I love that art germ cover. And I love the Peach Momoko. Like, can't let you know. They're totally different. I can I can love more than one thing. <laughs> they so good. Yeah. Your wife, your mistress. Exactly. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> um, so the Defenders of South Korea take center stage in their first ever solo series. You'll learn more about Taeguki, a powerful a powerhouse with a heart of gold, Lady Bright, a card-wielding sorceress, Mr. Enigma, a street-brawling demigod, the general living... Totem and Gun R2, an android with an attitude. They're joined by fan favorites, White Fox and Luna Snow. Uh, this is for not for me, is it? Uh, this is anime stuff. But, yeah. I, I'm offended. Yeah, this is not for me. This is not for me. This is... Define anime stuff. If I wanted to, if I wanted to read this, I'd read manga. 
I'd read more manga. I, you're okay, boomer. Why do I? I don't need this. I don't need this from Marvel. You've, it's you've like loved... I don't need superheroes from Image. I don't need look at anime. the art germ cover. It is Whatever pretty. we have to do to get that, we should do. Yeah, it's pretty. Awesome. What is going on with Doctor Strange: False Sunrise? The Tradmore written what? and art and this trippy. What is is that the cover? That's it's from, so... from the mind of Trad Moore. Yeah. And it's a four issue miniseries. Yeah, that's that's Trad's wraparound cover. It's nuts. I don't know what it is. What's going on? It's like pop art. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's pretty rad. Yeah. It's what's going on in it. Uh, Doctor Strange awakens in a distant world, not his own, lost of purpose and surrounded by danger. The wandering sorcerer must explore the land of blades and mystery to unreal arcane secrets and escape the deadly horrors that lie in wait. Okay. A strange story like you've never seen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read this. I'm not even gonna. I don't even want to sample it. Sounds You're also good. not gonna read Demon Wars: Shield of Justice number one by Peach Momoko. No, I won't read that either. Yeah. In your words, manga, anime, too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Planet Hawk, World Breaker, number one. Greg Pak, Manuel okay. Garcia. Uh, get a, Adam Kubert, Brian Brown, and Lenil Francis U. Variants. Internals uh, are nice. It's pretty good. Uh, I, I kind of like the look of it. Um, it's a thousand years from now on the planet Sakar. Young woman with green skin searches for the legendary green scar to help her save her brother from a group of apocalyptic cultists. Which cult, which Hulk will she find after all these years? Is he truly the Sarkarzen, the Karzen who will save us all, or the world breaker who will destroy us? Okay, so this is like not our Hulk. No, I don't want to read this. Somehow, I think it's going to be Amadeus Cho, and I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> He looks different if, it, mm. if so. We have Extreme X Men number one by Chris Claremont and Salvador La Roca. Um, I was going to poo poo on this and then I saw we have a cat variant and I'm back. I think it's pronounced Extreme X Men. I believe it's Extreme. It's French. Extreme? Yeah, you wouldn't probably, know. It's you're classy. Probably right. Yeah, it's pretty classy. I do Which like was, Claremont. What did you what did what did you say you were intrigued by? Which uh, the, 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 yeah, the cat cover. <laughs> Is that was that it? Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. You remember all the cat variants I did with uh, dynamite or whatever? Oh, it was? I forgot. You I have love a fetish. A good, I don't. not a fetish. It's a fetish. It's not a common fetish. It's it's joy. Fetish. Joy Meow. comes. In. <laughs> Could we not? <laughs> Ooh, speaking of anime, anyways. <laughs> Murder World, Avengers number one by Jim Zub and Ray Fox with Jethro Morales on art. Ooh, it's got a young cover, too. Paco Medina cover. Yeah, Ryan Brown. Hundreds are killed every year in an elaborate secret tournament run by a sadistic man with nearly limitless resources at his fingerprints. That's all I'm giving you. It's, it's not a myth. It's Murder World. Murder World. Okay. Um, That might be fun. What we liked um, was the Avengers Island or whatever. What was that one? Oh, yeah. I don't think that's what it was called. 
but I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty sure 100 percent it's not what it's called. But they were on an island, and I think there were some Avengers, and they were picking each other off. It was fun. Sabretooth and the Exiles, number one of five. Um, does anybody care about a Sabretooth book that doesn't look like Wolverine's in? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, these X books, I don't know. There's so many of them. Somebody's reading them. All right. Pumping us up for the next phase of the MCU, we have now Secret Invasion number one. Ryan, Ryan North. North. Uh, there you go. Francisco Mabili. And the Skrulls are back in a giant-sized issue, kicking off an all-new five-part miniseries. So we're trying to re, you know, put Skrulls deep into your veins again so they're not so off-putting when things happen. And so this was canceled, I guess. Mm. So it, there's a little line here. All previous orders have been canceled. You must place new orders using the new number. So I don't know when this was solicited before, but it either got canceled for one reason or another or nobody cared. I don't know. They're realigning it or something weird. Yeah. Or, yeah, the, the change in the... um movie launch so maybe that maybe that made a difference amazing spider-man 13 zeb wells hobgoblin story comes to a chilling end and no one is going to be rocked harder than norman yeah so why do we put this of the gold goblin why is this one down here and not by the amazing spider-man up up at the top so this okay so we've got the birth of the gold goblin here so our our first appearance of gold goblin is probably going to be in asm 13 more than gold goblin number one i would imagine i guess i can't tell no order codes and here we have amazing spider-man 13 the extreme cover by ryan segman so we have we have given spider-man guns but those guns simply shoot the same webbing that his wrists shoot to. So I think it's looks like lightning though. Is that lightning coming out of there? Nope, you're wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna zoom in. Hold on, let me zoom in. Zoom, coming, zooming, zooming, and I see. Let's see, that is not a web. That is something else. Look at the other gun there, Dicky. Well, that might be a web gun. So you think he has one web gun one and one non-web gun, gun. gun? He has and, a lightning gun in one hand. A lightning gun. Well, yeah, like the like what Miles can do. The the. the so you think thing. a guy that clearly uses two appendages to 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 swing through a place is going to somehow do that with one and the power of lightning? Well, my eyes aren't what they used to be, so okay. I wouldn't swear to it. Okay. But it doesn't look like webbing. <laughs> the 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 right gun does not look like webbing. Does it look like webbing to you? Yes. So it's just bad art by who was Ryan, Ryan Stegman, who's pretty good. So he had to do this on purpose. So will I read this? I will read this. So make there's, a note. Amazing Spider-Man thirteen. It's it's just the extreme cover. They're not gonna actually. He's nobody actually has these guns. It's only on this cover. Oh well then, why why bother? Hey Ryan, help us out here. <laughs> is it a lightning gun? I think he has a lightning gun in one one hand. 
Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man 2 of Fine by Taboo and B. Earl, who we know from uh, uh, The I Black Eyed Peas. Is B. Earl also in The Black Eyed Peas? Ooh, he asked me too quick. He's not, but can't remember where he's from, so I was hoping to move on. Yeah. yeah. But that is a very cool cover. It's kind of nice. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Then just Spider-Man. Dan Slott doing just Spider-Man. Uh, in issue two. And we're still in Spider-Verse stuff. Doing Spider-Verse. Shothra. Sh- is back. Or Shot... Sh- Shathara? And then um, there's an extreme cover by Ivan Chavren. No guns. No guns in this one. We've got fire. Perhaps that's an antithesis to lightning. Yeah. It's, that was the theme, fire and lightning, I think, that they were going for. But the, thus the gun earlier. <laughs> Peter Parker and Miles Morales, Spider-Man Double Trouble, number one of four, Mariko Tamaki and Vida Almaya on art, and Gurhuri on Remember art. all those Double Trouble four-issue miniseries we put together out of the quarter bins? Yeah. Oh, so many. And none of them had had art as bad as this Romy Jones <laughs> basketball cover where for some other reason Spider-Man has a tiny head and Miles is got a bigger head. He got know? a weird arm and they're so bad. What is up with his arm? What so is he trying bad. to do? That's not how you play basketball. And also your spider sense doesn't go off after you've been hit. That's, and he's grinding on him. He's like dirty I dancing. Know, it's, yeah. What is happening? There's, Romy, what are you? There's a lot of happened? rubber going on there. That's not good at all. No. Oh, that's terrible. This is not for us, Kyle. No. Yeah. There's Look a peach pomoco cover. cover. I want to see the peach cover and see that. Yeah, that's awful. Spider-Man: The Lost Hunt, five issues. First issue by J.M. DeMatteis or Dematis. I think I think we looked this up and it's Dematis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Edder Messias, but I can't stop saying DeMatteis. I'll forgive you. The origins of Craven finally revealed. That's surprising. We've not had a Craven origin before. That's pretty cool. We've put him in the grave. I don't like him in the grave. That's not how that's supposed to go. So that's dumb. You don't put Craven in the grave? No. Hmm. It's a good cover. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Brown, strong work. Is that who's doing this? Huh? He did the oh, cover. The, he did the cover. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's good. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind number one. Thanos Death Notes number one. Straczynski um, is a one shot. So why are we skipping of... over the Guardians so quickly? We don't care. It's all AG. Oh, it's all AG. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Thanos, Death Notes. A ton of people on this. Kyle Starks, my boy. Yeah. I wonder if this is rehashed. All new Thanos one shot. Nope. All new. Machine of Vision, uh, given a God fear for himself. I don't know. Did you end up watching Thor on um, on Disney Plus? Not yet. Oh, what are you doing? What are you holding up back for? 
people said with the kids. bad things about it, and I was just like, they're wrong. Yeah, actually, okay, good. They're hundred percent wrong. So we got it's, forty pages, but we've had to split forty pages between four writers. Because you like the you like both the Aaron runs, right? Yes, yes, uh, yeah. So if you like those, you'll enjoy you'll enjoy Thor. It's fine. Fine. Namor, two of five. Wakanda, two of five. Midnight yeah. Suns, three of five. I couldn't even. I, I, I saw that Midnight Suns and couldn't even crack it open. It looked terrible. Mark Russell is writing the new Blade Vampire Nation. Ooh, what's that about? It is a one shot. Oh, is it? A deep dive into Dracula's new kingdom as established in Avengers, starring Blade, the sheriff of Empire Nation. An assassination threatens to unravel the fledgling country and spread chaos throughout the world, but is getting rid of a nation full of bloodsuckers really all that bad of an idea? Blade himself isn't really that sure. So does Mark Russell write non-satirical content? I think I can't see this being can't chuckle, see this uh, a chuckle hot thing. I can't either. Um, ah, wonder what that'll be like. Mm-hmm. I do like the Alexander Lozano samurai cover as well. Yes, that's very nice. It's much better than the the A cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- part of me wants to read it. But part of me is worried that Mark Russell is not going to be Mark Russell. Hmm. What if, like, he's a really good writer when he doesn't try to be funny? Wow. That would mm-hmm. blow my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's been holding him back? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Being a little, a little too smart and funny and satirical all the time has been holding him back to being a really great comic book writer. Yeah, it turns oh out this God. is just an emotional train wreck. <laughs> it's so good. That would be awesome. I would, that would blow my freaking mind. Now I got to read it. <laughs> I want you to be right. That's right. Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, number six. Nobody cared for six issues about this book. Captain America, so. Symbol of Truth, seven. Same thing. Captain America and the Winter Soldier special number one. Okay. Yeah. There's something wrong with us. We don't line up with Mar- with Marvel's method. Okay. Speaking of Marvel's method, Iron Man 25 is an oversized celebration of 650. We're not even doing... Okay. Doing hundreds now, or doing mm-hmm. fi- weird fifties. No, we remember we did that with Daredevil. It was pretty good. We did six fifty with Daredevil. Yep, it was issue two, and it was also six fifty. So we relaunched so that we could. Remember, I was really upset because we price gouged. Yeah, that's right. At one. Yeah. And then we did issue two was an anniversary issue, so we price gouged again. And now this one is Iron Man twenty five and six fifty. It's 56 pages, you know, so for six bucks, that's not too bad. It's not bad, no. And there'll be, it'll show you all 650 covers. You would absolutely, I would have put money, this would have been a 9.99 cover. So that, this 5.99, are they learning? It's 6.50 though. It's 6.50. So it's not 800, 900. So wait, there's more. When you get to 700, let, let me, tell me what they do. Tell me what they do in two years. 
they do 10 covers, one for each decade. It's $10. Two years would only be 24. Be close. No, it wouldn't. I'm stupid. Four years. Math. We'll start double shipping stuff. We'll get there quick. Also, how do you have a variant that you call the foreshadow variant? You're just pretty much screaming, hey, uh, read more into this one. <laughs> Does that mean it's something from the from the inside of the comic? Yeah. Is that what that is? Gambit 5 of 5. Finish that up. X-Men Legends 4 and Ascenti. X-Men 17 by Jerry Dugan. Exterminators 3. I do like her. She's so good. Who? She Who Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. X-23. Yep. Legion of X. X-Men Red 8. Marauders 8. Do you like the Peach Momoko cover? I like the way she does Electra. Comics in this entire thing that I gave a crap about. That's terrible. Wolverine 27, New Mutants 32, X-Force 34, Immortal X-Men 8. That is an awesome cover. That is worth buying just for that cover. A Study in Cerulean. Mm-hmm. We're back into 1895. Man, yeah, that's, that's, a nice, that's a nice cover. You're right. So good. Black Panther Unconquered, number one, by Brian Edward Hill. It's a one-shot. Facsimile yeah. of Fantastic Four 52, which is Black Panther's first appearance. So could that be another Fantastic Four that's a good one? In your estimation? The story? No. Black Panther 11 with a dope Alex Ross cover. Really good. Savage Avengers. Ghost Rider Danny Ketch Marvel Tales number one, which is just putting together Ghost Rider one through three from 1990 for eight mm. bucks. Mm. Dumb. Kegel New. Awesome cover for Ghost Rider 8. Awesome cover. KL New. Oh, this is the main cover? Yep. Carnage 8. Moon Knight 17. Anything going on in Moon Knight? Why is he fighting a lion? I don't know, man. Every other episode, he's just sitting on a couch talking to a psychiatrist. Drives me crazy. Hey guys, did you remember he's crazy? Yeah, let me remind you. Should Daredevil have a beard? It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. It looks like Green Arrow. Yeah. Hey, look, it's Derpy Punisher symbol, so you won't get any of my time. Strange number eight. With with Daredevil in it. That's kind of cool. We'll cross over. Sure. You won't get any of my time. She-Hulk 8. I actually like that She-Hulk cover. I like the red background. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's been pretty good. That's been pretty good. I've enjoyed it. Strange Academy Finals, number two. Genesville 5. 
Defenders 5, Shang-Chi 5, Ultraman Penultimate, Damage Control Penultimate, Captain Marvel 43. Do you feel bad for Brie Larson? What happened to her? In an interview, they ask her about playing Miss Marvel again, and she goes, does anybody actually want me to play that character again? And it was like super sad music, like sad Hulk music. And it's just like, aw. Aw. Isn't she in Marvels? Don't know. She was... You haven't... Have you seen Ms. Marvel? No. Okay. The kids want to watch that, so that's I'm actually waiting on time okay. for the kids on that one. Yeah, well, all right. Well, yeah, she's supposed to be in Marvels with Ms. Marvel and mm-hmm. somebody else. Yeah. But they ask her about another, you know, are you going to do another Captain Marvel and play Captain Marvel? And she's like, I don't think anybody wants me to. Quite sad. Yeah. Like poor Ben Affleck and Batman. <laughs> hey, he's coming back for uh, Aquaman. Or Aquaman. Really? Was it Aquaman or something? I don't know. No, he was reprising it for something. I can't remember what. Thunderbolts 4 or 5. Flash Hulk maybe? 10. Was it Flash? Might have, well, who knows? Flash. Flash. <laughs> Hulk 10. Cross-Gen Tales number 1 by Mark Wade. What's this about? Rising Tales from a Universe of Fantasy, Folklore, and Science Fiction debuts through four of the signature titles from the 21st century's most innovative imprint and some of the biggest names in comics. And Ruse, number one, Detective Simon Archer and his assistant Emma Bishop face magic and mystery on the Victorian-esque planet Arcadia. In Mystic, number one. This just Genevieve. looks like a bunch of stuff that came out in 2000. Yeah, it's old stuff. Yeah. 128. Oh, so it's a trade. Okay. From nine ducks, though. Nine bucks isn't bad. Interesting. Predator number four. That's a a really good homage variant. I love that. It's awesome. The first issue was good. I haven't read number two yet. Decided against Alien relaunch. I'm just going to pick one. I'm going to go either Predator or Alien, not both. Bjorn Barons gets cover, so I'm in. Here we go. Star Wars Yoda. Yoda. Number one, written by Kevin Scott. Phil Noto on the covers, but Nico Leone on the inside. We got Kari Andrews variants, Giuseppe Kevin Coley, Phil Noto, and movie variants as well. Kyle, they're calling him the greatest Jedi of all time. Is that true? No. He's not, is he? No. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the greatest Jedi of all time. Yeah. Cannot wait. You want the, the you want first to three one. story the arcs, a desperate cry for help reaches the Jedi Council when Kurosai and only Yoda can respond. Yeah. Yeah. 40 pages, five bucks. I'm in. Give me all of them. I just sign me up right now. Yeah. So this is this is Yoda Win. Uh prequel era. I'm guessing we're bouncing around for some of these stories. Yoda must revisit. Uh, familiar voices echo through the swamps of Dagobah. Okay. So I imagine this is a thing like where we always open on Yoda in Dagobah, and then he just like Wayne's World doodly doots back in time and tells us a story. <laughs> okay. Oh, what's Hidden Empire? Star Wars. Star Hidden Wars Hidden Empire. Empire number one. Charles Soule. Stephen coming on art. Uh, Paul Sakara. 
on that. The Mysteries Syndicate, Crimson Dawn, and his leader, Lady Kiara, have become the galaxy's most wanted criminals. Emperor okay. Palpatine realizes the scorn of Kiara, plans against him, and moves to destroy her. So this is essentially Crimson, Crimson Empire. Dawn. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. With the help of the Knights of Ren. You got me. I mean, you pulled me in there. That, that, <laughs> yep. Star Wars Revelations, number one. Mark Guggenheim. Salvador LaRocca, Paco Medina. And it says yeah. it's the can't-miss Star Wars issue of the year. Oh, my goodness. Look at that A for cover by Peach Momoko. It's so cute. It is pretty good. That, that is a pretty good one. Okay, I'll give you that. But, After I mean, the A cover's got a lot going on. Too much. Too much going on. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got final. five different series. This is, this is... Trying to hook you. So this thinking. is a one-shot. After the War of the Bailey Hunters and Crimson Rain, now in the midst of Hidden Empire, Kiara has shaken the galactic landscape to his core. But what lies beyond for the Rebels, for the Empire? What role do the Bailey Hunters play, and what is happening to Dr. Aphra? Witness the next steps in the legacy of heroes and scoundrels in the galaxy far, far away, as Guggenheim is joined by a ragtag team of artists to bring you an explosive tale you won't soon forget. The path to the future of Star Wars starts here. So is this kind of the jumping-off point for all the rest of the Star Wars is this? Maybe. Do you know which one Kira is? Yes. It's uh, the one that Daenerys plays. Who? In Solo. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Star Wars High Republic, The Blade, number one, a four-issue series back in the High Republic universe. Wow. Lots of new launches. Bounty Hunter, 28, another High Republic, number two, Han Solo and Chewbacca, number seven, Mandalorian, number five, and which is more uh, from the show. God, <laughs> that's stupid. Darth Vader, 29, Afra, 26. So much Star Warsian. Yeah. Star Wars 29. Is that it? Holy smokes, that was a lot. <laughs> so that that little corner of uh, Marvel's world must be doing pretty well. Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm a big fan. Yeah, I should probably hop back in. I need jumping on points. It's true. They need to show me a jumping on point. Maybe that's what that Revolutions was. Hey, there you go. And then we have a bunch of trades and collected editions that I don't really feel like going through, so I'm done. Um, yeah, I think that's... Uh, some really a... cool covers, some things I'm going to pick, and then some Star Wars stuff I'm excited about. That is your 10-second review of Marvel. Yeah, so the, for me, it's uh, not much new stuff that I'm interested in. Fantastic Four and a couple others. Some of my Star Wars stuff that i read every month so half mm -hmm. a dozen of those and that's it so you're looking at uh 10 10 maybe Marvel of, comics that i read out of month? what 140 pages we had there <laughs> yeah yeah not a great hit rate for me marvel is throwing the entire deck of cards at the wall yeah the good folks at comics for fun and profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to 
first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities. We, we pay for ours here at, at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel, conversations. I want to get exclusives. I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. Uh, CBSI, sir. What's going on with our uh, good friends from CBSI? Yeah, let's head on over to comicbookinvest.com and look at what their hot 10 is for the week. It's going to tell us what it's selling like crazy on the secondary market and what we need to be looking out for. Unfortunately, a lot of these are things that we never get to touch, but oh well. Starting with the very first one, we are gone, you know, all this is Disney D23, half the stuff is. Amazing Fantasy 1000 D23 Umberto Ramos Mickey Mouse variant. We learned about the, the we had some last year that blew up, and surprise, these blew up this year. Um, $330. Oh. I think a lot of these were limited to like 1000 if I remember correctly, or something like that. Uh, I hate stuff like this. And then we of. have... The Umberto Ramos Spider-Man variant, which is going for a little less at 325. All these D3 specialty variants. And the third rank, we have Incredible Hulk 256. Literally, no one was buying this book last week. And then Sabra is announced and dozens and dozens and dozens of copies sold. Huh. Rawls were about 15, and it is three times more now and a 9.8. Uh, had a $900 sale and multiple 9.6s at the $250 range. And look, I don't honestly care about your politics. Avoid them almost always in every list. But this one is different. And this no one is different. no different. Just reporting the book's sales. Sabra. 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 Truth. Red, white, and black, number one. Sorry to all that sold Isaiah Bradley off when 9.8s were less than $125 just a month or two ago. It's now back to 250. You can see them using him again, even though his appearance on Falcon and the Winter Soldier was brief. Now here we are. Was that the kid or the old man? Old old black guy. Okay. But his, his kid, his grandson was going to take it over for him, right? Yep, yep, yep. At rank five, we have Tron, the 40th anniversary edition, also from the D20. Three, um, exclusive is selling for between 60 and 75. Can't believe it's been 40 years since Tron. Hmm. I don't Yeah. Iron Man 219, a 9.8 going for $700, a 9.6 going for 140 This book has plummeted during the great summer sell-off of 2022. Now that Ghost is confirmed for Thunderbolts, it is back on people's radar. Good for those that bought <laughs> the dip. Ghost. Avengers 43, this is a good Roy Thompson book. It's always a good sign. Up about 10% across the board, but still down from its highs that were back in the spring. Like the Red Guardian character, and I'm glad he is back. It's tough to gauge these books on the rebound after these insane crashes over the past months. 
At rank eight, we have Marvel Presents at number one. This is an old 25 center. While Elsa books are coming down in price, which makes no sense, this first appearance of Ulysses is still on the up. 9.8s are nearly $900, while most other grades are up about 10 to 25%. Huh. Captain America 354 by Mark Gruenwald is an old... I can't even read the price on it. Up very slightly in price, and I mean like maybe 10%. I think everyone knew that U.S. agent would be back, so this didn't really sneak up on anyone, except apparently the ones who are paying 5 to 10% more than they were last week. So is that how they run their list then? Not just like number of sales, that the price has to have increased over previous Yeah, years. yeah. Okay. And at rank 10, we have Bone Orchard Mythos. 10,000 Black Feathers, number one. The Mike Del Mundo 1 in 100 variant, it's going for $100. Jeff Lemire books usually mean good storytelling, but not a huge secondary market premium. This one is at least pulling its own weight in the ratio department. Avengers Arena, number one. Mike Perkins 1 in 50 variant. A 9.8 for $450. I've searched for this one for years and have never found it. If you have any confidence in Cullen Bloodstone, I'd still buy it. Avengers Arena. That's what it's called, not Avengers Island. It's Avengers Arena. Did I say Island? I said Island back in, uh, when we were having that conversation about oh, uh, the Avengers you, fighting yep, it out yep, 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 yep. That's on it. the tournament. Yep. Murder, murder ball tournament or something. Murder ball. And the other honorable mention, All-American Comics number 14 by our good friend Varios. A CGC 8.0. Oh, sold for $3,100. A couple of things here. Why is he jumping out of the plane with his dog? And why is the redhead falling with a mini umbrella? People were weird back in the day. Oh, well. How about more weird? Nice. Let's slide over to the FOC and see where we are there. I forgot to download the Cowabunga list, so I'm doing that right now. All right, FOC is, of course, our final order cutoff. It's our last little bite at the apple for some of our books that we either missed or were too dumb to think about when the previews came out. Um, but luckily, through FOC, we get our last bite of the apple for a few things. It looks like a majority of these books are things that we have to turn in here soon and will come out. Uh, looks like a lot of things are coming out the middle of October 10th, 11 and 18. So... Drew and I like to go down and see if there's anything we think is getting hot or we need to do anything with now, but we want to make sure we don't miss. So let's start with our DC items and some of our Oni Press items and see what we got here. Drew, we have Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries back. We've had uh, some fun times with some of those in the past and even a couple of cool Harley covers that popped. Who knows what this new limited series has, though? Yeah, I'm glad this, I, I'm glad this is back. Um... Do we like the Batman teaming up better than the just Scooby-Doo? Probably. Probably. Probably Batman better. makes everything better. Batman. We have a new series on Batman Incorporated. Boy, do we have a whole lot of new characters to shove into Batman Incorporated. So, you want to see some of this? Yeah. Dudes with swords and bats and all these, you know, clown hunters and all these new characters that we've, you know, came from the tertiary Tom King runs and stuff. Yeah, um, we're throwing them all in this ink book, so um, it seems like they can have some fun. Oh, it's like super it. crowded on that that cover A. Holy smokes! You're yeah, right. that's what I was saying. A lot of lot of lot of new peeps joining 
this time we don't have to just put like a stupid cow on it like we did in the past. So we're going to um we're going to have subgroups if I remember from the Ed Brisson uh backup prequel that we got for this. Mm-hmm. They were going to have like little satellite Batman inks around the place. It wasn't just going to be one big yep, one. one in every Walmart in your town. <laughs> so it, it, and and it was good. Brisson did a good job on that yeah. on those prequel pages. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. There we go. Um, Jim Lee with an awesome, 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 awesome cover for Batman One Bad Day, Penguin number one. Oh, that, that is great. Is really good. Pretty nice, though. Yeah. Batman v. Robin 2. Ton, tons of covers. All look beautiful. to do the hardcover collection for Catwoman Lonely City, which was great. Highly recommend. Flash, the fastest man alive. Then skip this one. I am Batman, not reading that. Future State, no. I am Batman, no. Jurassic League, no. Wonder Woman 792. I do not like the one in 50, but I actually like the Zoo Orzo one in 25 best. So, Superman Son of Kal-El 16 cover C is a one in 25 Megan Huang 90s bedroom cardstock variant. Are those pogs? Those are pogs, yes. That's wow. Awesome. And there's a, a Nokia phone there. <laughs> Pretty dope. Yeah, this Wonder Woman's got some cool covers too. Your girl Joel Jones does an okay job. Go went right by her. Oh uh, yeah, she's looks like she's going after a little Frisian look to that. Don't don't know if I want her copying. Trying to get her groove back. Yeah. Impress me. That's what she's trying to do. There you go. If we look in IDW, we got more Star Trek back, it looks like. Okay, we're launching a new Star Trek for them. Grab the cover and just look at it. Great. Oh, it's new generation, next generation era. We'll take a look at image if you don't mind. Sure. Got that hack, hack slash hot shorts one shot. Mm hmm. Should be a nice little touch for those of us who like Hackslash haven't seen it for a while so I'm excited about that uh, the fourth printing of 8 billion genies number one that's awesome amazing 
Itomi number one, which is uh, more of that anime stuff. <laughs> maybe, Come on. Maybe it's just stuff with an Asian flair to it. There you go. Could be. At least we can be by your boy Stefan Sejic. Discover. The one shot Halloween party. That's that thing that Brian Posehn and Jerry Dugan and Scott Cobblish, right? Oh, uh, the weed guys? Yeah. Hard pass. And anything happening in Boom? No. Dark Horse, maybe? Really? Overwatch. Four though. Aftershock gives us Chicken Devils number one by Brian Bruchelato. Okay. The world's first and perhaps only hot chicken sandwich inspired vigilante is back, and this time he's not flocking around. Wow. Who's doing that? What publisher? That's Aftershock. Oh my god, what are you guys doing? I mean, I trust them. Yeah, maybe, but they might be running out of ideas. Very possible. Running out of talent. Talent's only so deep. <laughs> There's that Miracle Man, Silver Age, number one. Is that going to be exciting for folks, or is it going to just land... Like the last one did. I hope it does well. Not that hopeful. From what not publishing, Kyle Starks is writing Alpha Betas, number one. Origins what not the one. new eBay people? Huh? That is that what not the, the, the eBay sale people? Oh yeah, it looks like that is the same as the app. Rick and Morty meets Tron. Mm. That sounds terrible. Far Cry. Has Far Cry done a... They have, haven't they? Mm -hmm. They had to have done comics already. Where do you see the Far Cry book? From a Blaze? It's in a Blaze book. Cover C is really nice. Oh, yeah, because this is the... Yeah, gotcha. Prequel to the events of Far Cry 6. So, yeah, there's probably been multiple Far Cry comics. Blaze does good work. American mythology, Night of the Living Dead, Revenant. Wow, that's it. That's crazy. Drew, this is one of the podcasts where I ask for your pick. From um, it's gonna be Batman Inc. I just don't know which one. Um. 
I'm probably going to cover A, the John Timms with the group shot. And I'm going to go Chicken Devils from Aftershock. Really? <laughs> After I made fun of it. Correct. Probably that's why. Also correct. I say you should zig and you zag. <laughs> Defiance. Speaking of Defiant, let's head on over to our good friends at Cover Price. And look at their hot 10 to see what their thoughts are on things up in the secondary market and see what's making some good money. Starting at rank 10, we have Iron Man 219 from 1987. First among the numerous announcements in the casting of Thunderbolts, the long-anticipated cast and team announcement have finally been released. The group's core members are Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, Ghost, Red Guardian, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, Winter Soldier, and Black Widow, which is going to be Yelena. Keep this list in mind as we continue to go through our top 10. When we talk about Iron Man 219, we tracked 17 copies, high sale of $130 for a CGC 9.6, and rolls up to $22 already. At rank 9, we have Captain America 354 from 1989. Back to Thunderbolts casting. Uh, the first appearance of U.S. Agent, a.k.a. John Walker, is hot again. $40 is kind of our raw... And 145 for CGC 9.6. Truth, red, white, and black, number one. While Kevin Feige confirmed Captain America New World Order back at San Diego Comic-Con, we finally got a cast announcement. There are several surprises in the casting announcement, one of which is the return of Isaiah Bradley. High sale of $250 for a CGC 9.8, and fair market value for Rawls, around 33 Incredible Hulk 449 from 1997. The Thunderbolts make it to the top 10 once more. This is truly an interesting book to see in the top 10. Yes, this is the first appearance of the Thunderbolts. However, the team is entirely different. Which um, makes no sense. Yeah, 18 copies sold. CGC 9.8 for 600 bucks. Uh, Raw is still going for over 100 bucks, $131. First appearance of the name Thunderbolts? Correct. <laughs> okay. Marvel Presents number one from 1975. Marvel has finally released more information on the largely anticipated Werewolf by Night Halloween special. Moments after the casting reveal, a teaser was shown for the series. The teaser gave away tons of information and even teased a fan favorite character. More on that later. Additionally, Disney Plus has now added pages for the special event. The synopsis confirms that the location will be the Bloodstone Temple after the death of its owner. Uh, likely Ulysses, Ulysses Bloodstone. Who debuts in this issue of Marvel Presents? 22 copies, CGC 9.8 for $8.75, and raw copies $71. Man-Thing number one from 1974, the Werewolf by Night teaser, has officially debuted with a trailer. We get a glimpse of giant-sized Man-Thing. So this Man-Thing number one from 1974, uh, 9.6. We sell $1,200 and $247 for near-mint raw copies. Star Wars Canon number one, pounding my chest on this one. The only non-MCU book in our top ten list is the first appearance of Ezra Bridger. While Mena Massad has, uh, was fan cast to play the title character, the role went to Iman Esfandi. He will bring Ezra to life on the Disney Plus series Ahsoka, led by Rosario Dawson. The early synopsis of the series is said to follow Ahsoka as she travels the galaxy in search of Grand Admiral Thrawn. We tracked Ooh. 29 copies. I told you all this back in the day. 29 copies. I sale of $400 for CGC 9.8 and near mints are about 50 bucks. 
So we'll get Thrawn by the end of the series. Correct. Very cool. Because if you finished watching Rebels, you know that Ezra and Thrawn are together. Okay. So did you finish watching Rebels? (laughs) No. Just so we're clear. (laughs) Avengers 43 from 1967. At number three is the last top ten book related to Thunderbolts. The first appearance of Red Guardian. CGC 9.4 going for $1,500 in fair market value on near mint copies at 120 for Rawls. Incredible Hulk 250 from 1980. Perhaps the most exciting cast reveal for Captain America New World Order is the inclusion of an obscure and little-known character, Sabra. How does an obscure character reach the top of the list? Well, there seems to be a bit of controversy associated with the character and her comic origin. A quick Google search will give you more information on this matter. However, one thing is certain. Controversy drives interest and therefore value. Her cameo appearance is spiked to prove this point, tracking 23 copies. A uh, high sale of $452 for a CGC 9.8 and Raw is going for 44 And since we talked about Incredible Hulk 250. Let's talk about Incredible Hulk 256. Enough said. The previous entry has all the information you need to know about Carl Sabra's first full appearance that takes this number mm-hmm. one spot. 46 copies, 900 bucks for CGC 9.8, and near mint brawls 56. Cameo versus full. There you go. Every time. At rank 11, we have Amazing Spider Man number 36, the direct edition. Uh, that's the September 11th uh, version of the book. Did really well back in the day. High sale 220 <laughs> for a 9.8. Uh, Rawls around 60 bucks. At rank 12, we have the sensational She-Hulk number one from 1989. And uh, this is pretty close to what the show is. Same kind of sensibilities. Mm-hmm. 26 copies sold. Um, about 240 bucks for a 9.8. Spearman Rawls around 34 bucks. Uh, rank 13, we have Star Slayer number two from Pacific Comics and 1982. Because this is the first appearance of the Rocketeer. And we're going to get some Rocketeer stuff, I guess. Rocketeer, so, wow. Yeah, so 16 copies sold. High sale of $295 for a CGC 9.8. Rawls around 25 bucks. At rank 14, we have The Amazing Spider-Man 325 uh, from 1989. Another issue riddled with tragedy and war appears on the list this week. An epic Todd McFarlane cover portrays a burning Washington, a tattered American flag, and a morose Spidey. With the recent announcement from CGC, they will be hosting a McFarland signing. Many moved to pick up the relatively cheap book that features some of his best work. That's a weird reach. 15 mm-hmm. copies. High sale of 70 bucks for a CGC 9.2 with near mints going around $17. So do you get the 9.2 and crack it open and send it in to get it signed? Mm-hmm. That works? I think so, okay. yeah. Dumb. Um, eight billion genies number one comes in at rank fifteen. Still on the list after all this time. Twenty-one additional copies sold. High sale of one hundred and eighty-two dollars for a CGC nine-eight. Raw's around fifty-three dollars. So probably still a good time to sell the raw. Mm-hmm. You don't want to send them away. Uh, Thunderbolts number one, the Paulo, Paolo, Sakara, one in 25. 
um, was in the runners up this week where it was doing a little better last week. 22 copies of this sold. I sell $41 for a raw and fair markets around 29 bucks. I rank 17. We have Star Wars 26, the EM Gist, our Geist, a uh, book with four four appearances, four first appearances, Ambassador Gibbons, Major Sharon, General Palton, and Kira's nephew and niece, John and Beverly. Five. Actually, five. Maintains its spot on at least one of our lists. Tracked 18 copies sold. 125.50 for a CGC 9.8. Near mints around 12 bucks. At rank 18, we have Black Panther number one, 1998. First appearance of Akoye, Nakia, and Zuri is surging again as news for Black Panther Wakanda continues to reach fans. Uh, Black, most back Black Panther keys are well out of reach. This one sold 12 copies with a high sell of 120 for a CGC 9.6 and Raw is around $33. I rank 19. We have Batman 127, the In Hyuk Lee 1 in 25 from 2022. Tracked 18 copies of this sold. The high sale of $38 for a raw. Um, fair markets around 23, whatever that means. This is all about the character fail safe, safe being revealed. So the new, another new villain. Mm. Uh, we've got the Dear Detective Lee Bermejo foil one in 50. Um, you were right about this, Kyle. Not much of a comic, more of just like pinups. Yeah, uh, pretty pinups. Very, but then like cool. it'd be like pinup, 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 wall of text. <laughs> pinup, yes. pinup, pinup, wall of text, and that didn't really work as a comic, but it's still beautiful to look at. Yeah. Um. Why it's why we got this one getting hot, I guess, because it's one in fifty. Only Foil 60. man, foils back. The nineties were right. No, yeah, but it's only sixty bucks. For a high mm. sale and averages averaging around thirty eight for one in fifty, yeah, terrible, mm, great, horrible. All right, let's sneak peek this bad boy. Of course, sneak peek next week. What's coming out next week in your local comic book shops? Let's start by hitting our good friends at Lunar and seeing what DC and its other publishers have to offer. Of course, Action Comics number one, facsimile edition. Um. Get it while the getting's good. It's $7 because it is a thick boy. Better be why. Action journalism. Love that Batman Superman World's Finest number seven cover. The old Dan Mora cover. Dan. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Same thing with Black Adam for the Urban Rodriguez cover. The Saza Mayaki Catwoman 47 to Cal, oh, which is very nice. Awesome. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. So I'm still reading T versus Vampire's main. Mm-hmm. I didn't jump on the All Out War side. Deceased, I am. I'm reading that. All right, let's head on over to our other stuff and see what Image has to offer. Creep Show, number one. Looks like we kind of got almost a Tales from the Crypt thing going on here. That's what I was thinking. Still getting a WS bouquet, number two. Yeah. Three covers, though. Interesting. With the staircase, is that clever enough? Nope. You don't think it is? Nope. Been done. That's not been done. 
It has. No, it hasn't. Okay. Uh, what manifest? Oh my goodness! How long has this been? Third issue of Rogues Gallery. You've been liking that, haven't you? Vanish number one is vanished. Oh, Donnie Cates, Ryan Stegman. The all star creative team that brought you Venom comes an all new take on the classic superhero. Zach could be good. <laughs> you got it locked and loaded already. Down into the boom. Man, Berserker, you need to hurry up and finish. I'm tired of looking at you. Wow. Wow. Overstayed their welcome, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Book is uh-huh. You were a goosebump, if I recall. Love me some goosebumps. Wind, the throne of the sky, number one, going to a second print. That's awesome. We balked on that a little bit because Wind is a known commodity, the second yeah. iteration of it, but it looks yeah. like people flocked back to it. See what it did there with flocked? Um, crashing, number one. Matt Klein and Morgan Bean. Yeah. There was that, and there was. Yard. Yeah. A couple of. Star Wars has its Dark Horse iterations, but I'm not in them necessarily. Not when Marvel's cranking out what's cranking out. Mm-hmm. Smokes. Down into the Marvel, speaking of which. Star Wars. Edge of Spider-Verse 4. You gotta buy it. I don't know. Sun Spider, just buy it. Do I have to make it my pick of the week to prove a point? <laughs> you have to give up your dip. I was gonna do. What are they gonna do? Thinking about the ice creams, gotta be action jerk. The Oni Press haven't picked an Oni Press in forever. Do I even need to look for one? I guess I should. Look. I guess I should. Pick. Yeah, we should. We should. Uh, you know, go through the entire thing. Alien Gaged, Bell Hunt from Xenoscope, more of the scopey goodness. Ah, uh, yes. Bloodshot Unleashed, number one from Valiant, issue. Mm-hmm. I am not finding any. Well, then, kind of a lackluster surprise for Fuzz. We've already picked our two. Kyle's is Vanish number one. Uh, no. Cover A or cover B? Cover A. Uh, and Action Journalism number one. But I'm telling you, Edge of Spider-Verse 4 pick up as well. I do. You only get one pick. Well, thank you so much for tagging along with Drew and myself as we've entered through our for this week. It's good to be back with you. It's good to be back with my brother. Um, head on over to our Patreon, search Comics for Fun and Profit. Um, run around in there, see some of the cool stuff we do on the Snack cha- Slack channel. Uh, get our podcast. Snack channel. Ooh. Snack channel. Ooh. That sounds um, like a level. You know, we'll do our snack draft. I'm going Cheez-Its for <laughs> No, no, Funyuns. Oh, oh I think we've got a spinoff show. <laughs> So for Drew and for myself, see you.